0: In 1997, Serbian politician Slobodan Milošević became president of the country Yugoslavia. He abolished Kosovo's autonomy and wanted to form a greater Serbia. The regions of Croatia, Bosnia and Herzegovina, Slovenia, opposite this and broke out as independent nations during the early 90s. The remains of Yugoslavia didn't agree with this and declared war on the self proclaimed states. With so many changes having recently occurred in Europe, both the breakup of Yugoslavia and of the Soviet Union, there were several new nations wanting to take part in the Eurovision Song Contest in '93. Too many to fit according to the EBU, who felt the need to narrow all the new nations down to three, using a qualification round called Qualifikatia Sam Mill Street. How fair was this qualification round and what happened during this? Yes, that and much more I hope to reveal today when I have invited one of the three acts who made it through. Welcome to the podcast, Slagvännerna, Olya Desic and Angela Jelicic of the group PUT from Croatia.
1: Hi. Hello.
0: Hi guys, how are you?
1: Under strict uh, epidemiological measures, but uh, otherwise very good, thank you. I recall the group PUT
0: consisting of six people, three girls and uh, three guys. Of the girls, one was blonde, another had red hair, and the third was brown-haired. Yes. The guys can be described as one with long hair, one with glasses, and one without. So please tell our listeners, which one of these are you?
1: Well, I'm obviously the one with with the glasses.
2: (laughs) And I'm, as you can see, the
0: one with the brown hair.
1: Nothing changed. Nothing changed.
0: (laughs) (laughs) If we begin with... uh, For those of us who are lucky enough to never have experienced such horrible conditions you must have been living through in Croatia back in 93, can you please provide us with a brief description of what the situation was like and how it affected your participation in the contest?
2: The situation in Croatia in those years was uh, very complicated. There were parts of Croatia which were heavily suffering because of the war. Fortunately we lived in the part of Croatia which was not so afflicted by uh, combat. So we had no bombs uh, in, in our region, but we were uh, feeling it very, very strongly since uh, our region, for example, welcomed many refugees. So we lived at that time as a student and uh, uh, we sang as a part of a larger choir. Uh, we gave our contribution to that time through music, participating in various humanitarian actions, uh, in various uh, music uh, events, uh, which uh, were aimed to um, encourage people. So, personally, we lived that time not so um, badly as many our connationals
1: did. But of course, it was a wartime and everything in wartime. Uh, it's complicated. We were very young, I was 17, You were 19 and uh, the things that you do when it's a normal situation is never normal in such a times like this one, we are living right now, it's kind of a war quarantine st- state and uh, years before it was very, very complicated and when you are young and you have dreams and something like this happens, you don't know where to, how to plan your future. We were very lucky because we did have this uh, choir gathering us together and uh, we produced uh, such nice music and uh, during this period we were very active in this field. So it was kind of mixed situation. It was very bad but it was also kind of good.
0: You took part in the national pre-selection with the song "Don't Ever Cry. Facing among others well-known future Eurovision artists such as Maya Blagdan, who came second. Yeah. who did you thought would win Dora this year?
1: Well, we were were very surprised about the winning because at the time the members or the choir was uh, borderly known. We were not publicly wide known and uh, those guys were. (laughs) And they were in the climaxes of their careers at the moment so it just happened that maybe because of the different approach, ethereal style that our song had, and the peace message, which was uh, in no commercial way abused. It was just sincere. And we were very young and naively sincere at the time. I think that happened. Sorry, guys. I mean, Maya and Tony, but they came out uh, later on. They had their own chances later and, and went well.
0: The song was composed by Georgia Novkovich, who was the father of Boris Novkovich, who we know from Eurovision in 2005.
3: And again,
0: Jordan Novakovic was one of Croatia's biggest composer. Did he get you more songs to choose from or was Don't Ever Cry their only choice? George Novkovitz is just one of the two authors. Uh,
2: the other author is uh, Andrei Basha, and uh, our collaboration with these two authors, the, the fruit of our collaboration with Andrei Basha, in whose studio we were uh, usually recording all the records. So uh, they brought us the song, but the, the final shape of the song. Uh, was um, fruit of their collaboration with Olya, uh, with whom you are speaking now, who did the beautiful vocal arrangement. So we got one song, but uh, that song um, passed through uh, some rearrangement. Uh, This was uh, our contribution, especially the contribution of and I have also to, uh, to say that we, under our suggestion, there, some lyrics were changed
1: also. Yeah, I was very young and I've learned so much from Andrei Basha then. Uh, as an arranger, it was him that was mentoring me through the process. And we, we, did, we did it very beautifully in style of uh, our own sound that we were creating uh, at the time.
0: Qualificatia Samil Street is nowadays generally thought to have been the victim of foul play. Each of the seven participants received exactly one top mark from another country, and each jury consisted of one single person. Did you feel that something was wrong, or was it simply some incredible, exciting voting?
3: Uh,
2: I don't remember that something was wrong. I did not have this uh, this feeling. I remember only that we, uh, of the three entries that it went through, uh, we were on the third place. So we got the the least uh, number of votes. Am I right? Yes, you are right. Yeah.
1: Uh, it was the nice. Guy, the guy knows all the facts. <laughs> Ask him.
2: I have to say that we were a bit uh, under pressure in Ljubljana. It was something um, unknown for us. This was the first real competition, the first competition uh, in Croatia. uh, We were uh, practically unaware of the situation. But in Ljubljana now uh, things went uh, internationally and uh, we were feeling a bit of pressure
1: of course, it wouldn't be received well if we didn't pass through the qualifications. As you can see, those in the years, in the recent years, it's 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 also not a nice thing if you come home before you even enter the Eurozone. Contest. So, so the, the achievement on that day was quite uh, extraordinary for us. Coming home from Ljubljana to driving without any tears and <laughs> sorrow,
2: we, we we did not go to Rijeka. We went to Chakovet directly yes, to another yes, concert.
1: To yes. Another concert. We didn't. Go. Oh, thank you, Angela. for Blaming <laughs> me. So, but Emil yeah, but, does not know it. I don't know it. How how <laughs> could Emil know it? So so uh, it also put uh, a burden to you know to our shoulders. Becoming representatives of uh, a song that's for the first time representing the new country, which was just formed and uh, which is in desperate need of uh, recognition throughout the world uh, for which the song or Neurosong is one of the tools and it wasn't easy and many people from Croatia then from our own uh, industry doubted and we had the uh, supportive and non-supportive I, I think they were divided in 50-50 <laughs> so it wasn't easy. Do you remember
0: Anything special from uh, the Qualificatia Samil Street in Ljubljana? Oh,
2: I remember something. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I, I remember. I'm
3: sorry,
2: <laughs> I'm sorry Ola. Uh, sorry. When we sang first uh, in the studio uh, with the orchestra, we sang uh, firstly uh, a cappella, all the songs. And all the orchestra was beating with their. Um, I suppose as a sign of appreciation of our singing they liked right. us they, they did they it liked also us. in
1: ireland it wasn't so it wasn't yeah. so uh, usual to to hear the choir like arrangement and singers which are fully trained we were in top shape uh, that at the time because we were all around croatia and before the war the war, the region also the yugoslavia and we were drilled every day for three times so it was a it was a hard work you don't expect that on Eurovision song. I think that's the reason. I remember I remember that we were um, singing, we had the opportunity to sing a second song, which uh, is also was recorded especially for the occasion. And now it's very popular to hear this song in our own part of Croatia because it was the song regionally picked from the region, uh, from the county we live in and we picked the song called Mom Zavich Ayu and uh, we did the arrangement together also uh, Andre was working on the uh, instrumental and me on the vocal of course with the mentoring from him and Angela and I say, sang the lead uh, parts My Recorded anything else in the future, and we changed our members. I left early, some of the guys stayed, and you know, the Phillips uh fill-ins came in. Only two songs were recorded: Don't Ever Cry and Mom Zavice.
0: You came third and got a ticket to Mill Street together with your neighbors from Slovenia and Bosnia-Herzegovina. What do you remember from your week in Mill Street?
1: About them. I remember no. I remember, <laughs> I remember no. meeting them on breakfast. Breakfast in hotels, it was, it was such an experience. We ate everything which was there because we are a very hungry nation. So, <laughs> so we ate everything from breakfast, us and two of our neighbors' thieves. It
2: was, um, yeah, we, we remember the um, our accommodation was arranged. The little town, the, the name of the little town was Killarney and our hosts were uh, beautiful people who cared about us, about us and um, they made us feel really, really welcome in Ireland. So we got the opportunity to visit all the national parks, uh, the castles, uh, and so on. We went also to Atlantic, ride right on the ocean uh, briefly. Yeah, the
3: fjords. So, yeah. Yes,
2: exactly. Beautiful, beautiful nation, beautiful people. The, Ireland was something that left us a very big mark on our, in our heart.
1: I've never had an experience to go back. I always wanted to, and I'm promising to my wife to visit Ireland again. We, we really had a nice tourist uh, view of uh, sites in Ireland, and as well, we've met many, many important people, media. Angela and I mostly gave interest because we, we had better knowledge of English. Uh, so I remember we, we, we had an interview with BBC, MTV, and, and the hype about us was a rather bigger because uh, uh, of the situation uh, at home, so it was also pressing because uh, a burden because it was something you had to do right, you had to communicate right, you had to say uh, the, the right. right thing and the right yeah because it it was all over the world in all newspapers yeah it
2: was not just music it was a uh, I can say a sort of diplomacy. Yes, Yes. a a diplomatic enterprise
0: that we enter. I asked you before what you remember from Mill Street and you uh, thought I meant what you remember from your uh, neighbors from Slovenia and Bosnia. But can I ask you, how was the atmosphere between you and the delegations from your former countrymen of the other ex-Yugoslav republics?
2: A beautiful atmosphere I can say. Uh, we have many photos that we took uh, together uh, cheering uh, in one of those uh, parties and so there were very, very nice people, uh, the Slovenian guys and girls and the Bosnian guys and girls, very, very warm and a nice people.
1: Yes,
0: I agree. Won- wonderful to hear. I will talk to Muhammad from Fasla next week. Great. Great i was seven years old at the time and me and my good for you (laughs) me and my siblings learned and sang the song don't ever cry and we were of course much helped that the significant parts of the lyrics were in english was this ever a source of controversy that it was so much in english
1: a little bit yeah there was a problem with that with the percentage of of lyrics in english i remember so they asked us to try to invent and write some lyrics in the you will see that the refrain I wrote the lyrics for the refrain Only same once, and later on, the guys, professionals like George and Andre, finished the song with the new lyrics, which were better. Obviously, the last version is good with the percentages of lyrics in Croatian and English, but nowadays it's obviously possible to have it 100% in English. Yes,
2: so we were ahead uh, of our time,
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, you are. we've anticipated
0: this. You even recorded a completely English version of the song. Yes. yes. Did you think you had a chance to win it all in Mill Street?
1: When we came, we we did we, we went well on the betting uh, boards. Yeah, we, we, were, we were highly positioned. We, were we third when we came to Ireland? Angela, I don't remember.
2: Third, then second, then uh, even first some days. So we were a bit shocked.
3: The for we want to death. So let us see those stars through the children's time Why should we cry? Why should we cry?
2: We did not expect the uh, so good odds. But uh, at the end, uh, I think the the things went well okay, for us. We we did not have the ambition uh, to win. Uh, we were not simply prepared for this personally.
0: Island won on home soil. Did you have any particular favorites among the other songs?
2: Now, when I listen to all the songs uh, that were sang, In that time, in that Eurovision context, I understand that the two best artists are the Irish uh, singer, and uh, there was another outstanding artist, but was not so appreciated, and this is Enrico Ruggeri, the Italian cantauter. So these two
1: were out of our league, I have to say. Se ti prendono la mano cercano la compagnia il vento è e la guerra mi portano via ma i sogni non cambiano mai e sveglia di sole fatti sei sempre... I remember Maria Magdalena from Austria because the guy was singing it all the time in the toilet <laughs> so I, I I can't forget this song. <laughs> uh. <Yeah.
3: laughs>
0: Any good friends among the other participants?
1: We, we hung out with Johnny Logan for a while, maybe one day when he was there. He was very friendly, he was yeah. naked to his uh, belt and waist, <laughs> and he was he was there because obviously he was the author of the song Why Me, uh, A year before this song was a winner. And he was in some kind of uh, relationship as an author this year or that year.
0: Can you tell us some juicy details of what happened behind the scenes?
1: Apart from <laughs> singing in toilet, you I mean? <laughs> no, no, no. Maybe not from the toilet, but behind yeah. the scenes from the stage. We were concentrated on preparing. We were also on the drill, because we were used to that. We had this uh, in the choir. So it was kind of every few hours, there is a rehearsal to repeat something and to make sure that you are sure, which is double sure. And then we also sang in the toilet. <laughs> preparing <laughs> because the acoustics is great in the, toil- in the toilet. So I don't remember that anything happened then That that was kind of you know vodka juicy, or something <laughs> like that. But uh, on the day of uh, event, I remember there was some alcohol pouring. The guys were happier and happier, and the atmosphere was building up. We weren't drinking it, obviously. I was minor then, uh, anyway. So it was.
2: Normal, Normal uh, and a lot of work, 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 just as Olya said, we had uh, all these rehearsals, then reviewing the rehearsals, then discussing with the director who should he uh, focus on during the song, then re-listening and so all work, work, work. It was no leisure, I have to say.
1: I found videos of the rehearsals. Have you seen that, Angela?
2: Yes Did yes I, send I have that.
1: yeah you sent it to me yes so yes. it's it's something you don't expect when you have this kind of a memory which when internet was nothing existent you just don't expect a blast from the past from a time which was not official it's something you remember but you you don't expect to find it online and i found it i found two rehearsals and after the rehearsal, you go to the room with the guys from production, and you discuss everything you need. And and I found those, and we were in our casual clothes. Some things are still there, because the guys like you who follow, and we're, we're there with the cameras, put it online today, it's great. And
2: one one thing uh, in- interesting that we had never before or later, we had our own bodyguards in Ireland. Yeah. <laughs> that was. Yeah, because this is because
1: of the situation of, of yeah, the war yes. in, in the Balkans. Yeah.
2: Yes, we are coming from a, a region with a high political risk. So uh, Irish police gave us bodyguards.
1: With the buses, they were they were stopping the crossroads with the police yeah. police motorbikes, and we were trying to escape them. Of course, at <laughs> nights. But there were always two of them, very discreetly, somewhere there, but they were there, you know, the two shadows in the car.
0: <laughs> Have you considered to compete again in Eurovision?
2: Uh, one uh, uh, member of the group Put, Vivian Galeta, the blonde one, uh, she's a professional singer. She sings uh, in an opera house and so on. And one year uh, she and her husband, volin Grbets, uh, they um, took part in Dora. <laughs>
1: One of our members, also Naim, was uh, okay, the, the yes. guy with the long hair. Was also starting his own career uh, at home, and he went to Dora maybe a year or two years later.
3: Yeah.
1: I was. Uh, and I'm still in ways connected to this festival because of my work as a producer and arranger, but uh, never again in this way, like constructing a song or a band to go for Eurosong, song, you know?
2: But the choir, Utokasi, uh, under the artistic uh, leadership of Miranda Djakovic, they uh, uh, were in Dora, they, they were trying... Uh, to present their selves and to go to Eurovision, but not under the name of PUT, but the the whole name of the choir, PUTOKASI. This
3: was... um,
2: There was another generation of singers, much younger than we are, but the the institution is the same, which I have to say sends the greetings to all Eurovision fans. Uh, This is a message directly from Miranda, which is the leader of the choir.
1: There was also Annie in 1997, they all were members of Puto juniors. When we were there, so when they grew up, a little bit, seventeen, eighteen, then they went to uh, also Ireland, I think.
2: Ireland,
3: yeah.
1: And also Andre Babic, who is a famous composer of uh, different countries of Euro song, is our friend and a member of our generation of Putokazit. He was uh, already there with us uh, in the background of the situation, and uh, later on he was very famous and uh, successful as an author uh, in Slovenia, Portugal. I don't know where, also he's, in
0: Croatia. Fantastic composer.
1: Yeah, he's he's one of one of our core. Oh, we all yes. we all developed in different directions. It was a very very uh, rich incubator of talents. You were the first one to represent
0: Croatia in Eurovision, and Croatia has been uh, to Eurovision since '93. Do you have any favorites among Croatians' songs from the year?
2: Uh- we mentioned Andrei Babič so Claudia Beni was a beautiful song uh, beautifully arranged and sang she 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 is one of the favorites for me Vise,
3: nisam tvoja, nisam...
1: group magazine had very nice songs uh, this is not the music I follow or like uh, but I of course uh, enjoyed uh, enjoy every music when it's nice and uh, well done this was well done at least one of the songs they went with uh, I don't know which combination of uh, daniela magazine whatever but uh, what was the song
3: <inaudible> yeah. Banek mele, banek mene.
1: To say that this one is maybe one of the best I've heard.
2: I think the strongest, maybe, of all our songs was Maria
3: Magdalena. (laughs)
2: presence and her singing and her passion, Uh, maybe this was the, the, according to my opinion, the strongest.
0: Thank you for this opportunity to speak with you, it was fantastic. Thank
1: you. Thank you. You have all reminded me of, of things I've, I've already forgotten. So good.
0: <laughs> well, I'm very glad, Olia, that you took uh, Angela in this because Angela was my favorite of all of you guys when I saw you. I was so in love with you, Angela. <laughs> very thank good. you. <laughs> you
3: know,
0: we only saw you in the last clip of Don't Have a Cry. It's
2: ni- nice to hear nice to hear it thank you it's a reunion
0: great (laughs) and thanks to you the listener it's an amazing feeling to reach out to such a wonderful audience opinions questions or suggestions are more than welcome use our social media accounts or email me at emil at slagervandena (laughs) dot se
1: thank you so much
2: bye bye bye